Hey there, podcast listener. Steven here from the podcast you're currently listening to. You ever heard a podcast and think, I can do that? Well, maybe you can, or maybe you can't, or maybe I can help you get started with it. Hosting is the most expensive cost you'll have in a podcast, and that's why Anchor by Spotify is the easiest way to make a podcast. Really, they have everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. With Anchor's hosting, you can distribute your podcast to other listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a whole lot more. And if you think you can do a better job than I, record a podcast right now. There's very low risk involved. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Welcome to the Lazy Geeks Network. What you what you want? What you what you want? Welcome, everybody, to the Lazy Geeks podcast here on the Lazy Geeks Network. I'm Stephen Vargas. I'm Adam Ryan. And this is our weekly podcast where we discuss news from the past week that entertains us. Not you, because we kind of give a shit. It's what entertains us. And this this week's episode is a little bit of a hybrid of the last two weeks, because last week we didn't do the show, which was going to pretty much just be our San Diego Comic-Con recap. But since we had to skip um, the show last week, we're kind of doing a little bit of a hybrid of this where we're doing some some news that came out this week. But then we're also going to touch back on just some of the interesting stuff that came out last week at at Comic-Con. So um, you're welcome, I guess. Uh, (laughs) I mean, that's really what it comes down to, right? Like, I don't have to fucking do this. Right. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, there's other things I could be doing. Exactly. Like starting a label, you know. Right. Getting my mixtape out. Like all types of stuff. Yeah, you know. Starting a label. (laughs) You know. Suck. Just watched Straight Outta Compton again on HBO. So I was like, (laughs) you know. It it just reminds me that I just need to get out of the hood, you know. Right. These streets (laughs) got me. You know what I mean? Like. Right. (laughs) It's so funny when that movie first came out. People were acting hard. I was doing it too. Right. Like you watch the movie and then you don't even notice. Like I think I watched it, like all the way through, and then I come down. My wife was like, "What are you doing?" I said, "I'm getting some drink," and she was giving me shit, like just to give me shit. And I turned around, I was like, "Why don't you shut the fuck up?" <laughs> and she was like, "What?" <laughs> and I was like, "I'm sorry. I just watched Straight Outta Compton, <laughs> and I'm feeling a little G right now." Like, <laughs> yeah, you know, just. Yeah, like somebody at work, you know, bumped into me and I, was, and I just turned around and said, just because you got a Kanko hat, don't make you LL Cool J. And, <laughs> and like the lady from accounting is like, what? And I'm like, sorry, just 
watch straight out of Compton. So, <laughs> you know, what's it's... funny is I've mentioned that that same scene when they were about to fight. Right. I'm I I always bring up the fact that it was cool. Well, well, not cool, but it was cool that they put it in that you see easy kind of slide that bottle off the table. Right. Like we're about to get real. I brought that up to three people. They're like, I don't remember that. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, it was literally its own shot. Right. And they're like, no, I, I, don't, I don't remember that. <laughs> I guess he's, he's that slick. Well, because, <laughs> because they didn't grow up on the streets like us. That's right. You know, they, they, the struggle wasn't real for them. I don't know. I noticed that right away. Yeah, like, me oh, too. Yeah. Easy's about to fucking crack someone upside the I know what they head. said. And then all of a sudden he's like, whoop. You're like, going, oh, I was. That was the whole reason. That was the whole reason the other dudes walked out. Yeah. Because they saw that they weren't fucking around. <laughs> <laughs> and if you also notice in that shot, like, all of them towered over, like, NWA. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but Easy had that bottle in his hands, like, ready to go. Hit <laughs> you right up, right on the bottom of your fucking chin. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Bop, 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 bop. What was the what they were? He's like, "What you got, shorty?" Since <laughs> talking <to> easy. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, so, um, really quickly, wanted to kind of read this article from Comic Book Resources. Uh, you, we've talked about Jeff Johns before, the uh, create chief creative officer of DC, who was you know responsible for uh, uh, bringing the Flash. To the television uh, universe, as well as uh, he co-wrote the Wonder Woman script for the current movie that's coming out, and is currently working with Affleck for the new Batfleck, I mean Batman movie. And uh, so it looks like he got a promotion this week, according to earlier reports. It's been confirmed that Jeff Johns, sometimes we call him Geoff Johns, because that's how it's spelled. When he pisses me off, I call him Geoff Johns. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> Fucking jack off, John. You know he hasn't he hasn't pissed me off in a long fucking time. Like, it's been a while. Been, like yeah, he's been doing some cool shit. Yeah, there was I can't remember which. I think it was like if you got. I think it's in one of the the summer rewinds from last year where we actually meant called him G off Johns because he made a, a a remark about Marvel and we were like going yeah whatever G off. I think it was in one of those episodes. Oh, I think yeah, I think it was like a hater remark. Like he, yeah. was, just, he was being an asshole. You know? <laughs> so I was like, dude, shut up, <laughs> G off, <laughs> shut up, Jack off. <laughs> but I, I love him now, right? Jack. Yeah. <laughs> so Mr. Jeff Johns, Mr. Jeff, yeah, it's, it's Sir Jeff Johns, even though he's not. I guess Sir. it's good. I guess it's good his ner- his name is spelt that way because then people won't call him JJ. Oh. Fuck? What grown man wants to be called JJ? What up, JJ? No. <laughs> slap a bitch. You call me JJ. <laughs> Reach back like a pimp and slap the hoe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so now he's president and chief creative officer of DC Entertainment. In addition to his new role as president, he will now uh, take over Obama's spot. <laughs> he's now going to run the United States. Right. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, we have no elections anymore. Just DC promotes the new president. Uh, <laughs> uh, Johns will continue to guide film and television adaptations of Warner Brothers DC Comics-based intellectual properties as CCO. Johns will answer to Diane Nelson, president of DC Entertainment, president of Warner Brothers Community Consumer Products, and president of chief president and chief content officer of Warner Brothers Interactive Entertainment. CBR can confirm that DC Comics. Co-publishers Dan Didio and Jim Lee will both continue to report to Nelson. According to The Hollywood Reporter, Johns 
was given the new role, the new title back in May when he was promoted to head of DC Films with John Berg. The promotion was reportedly a reaction to the lukewarm response of Batman vs. Superman Dawn of Justice. In addition, addition to serving as DC Entertainment President and Chief Creative Officer and writing comic books for the publisher, Johns contributed to the Wonder Woman script and is currently writing the Ben Affleck Batman movie. So, yeah. So, he's finally he's finally coming to his own. <laughs> now. Jesus. Well, no, because the thing is, is that you know, if you really don't know like, how inf- how positive an influence he is just watch the flash series it's just truth i mean jeff johns is one of those dudes and they and dc recently started doing this in the last few years where they'll have something that's kind of fucked up right and then they'll go put jeff on yeah and then it's not fucked up anymore like he what he was has the a, lanterns green lanterns was the book he did didn't he green do green lantern books Aquaman. Um, didn't he do aquaman for a while he did aquaman for he jeff. has an ability to I think he he brings somehow, you know, he he knows exactly what the fans want. So it's like the the Steve Jobs of DC, right? <laughs> no, seriously, like he he comes in and you have all these great, <laughs> right? You have all these fucking great talented artists because DC's never had a shortage of of great writers and great and great artists. Yeah, but he organizes them to have a set goal. Because DC's always had that problem where everyone starts breaking off and doing their own shit, and then nothing makes sense. And you're just like, what the fuck? Everything is so fucking great now. I was just telling uh, Steve in the comic realm of things. Well, first of all, the television series are doing great. The movies are 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 not doing horribly. There's some there's some room for growth there, of course. But the comics, Jesus Christ! I just caught up on all my comics. I could, I think for two and a half hours just reading fucking comic books you know it, it was just maybe not that long but for a long time <laughs> you know and it's just great they're all great i can't tell you which one's better they're all they're all great still personal Although favorite that, is that green lantern i mean the uh, green arrow sorry hey but you know what green lantern's dope too i was reading um the well you like the lanterns i like the uh the other uh i'm talking about both them fucking joints i read both Dude, i was, like um, wasn't, that, wasn't that hal jordan one actually really surprisingly good yeah yeah because i don't like hal jordan neither do i he's a whiny bitch half the time but then what happened at the end dude when he was forging that ring yeah but then the the issue after that too some shit goes down yeah i'm still a little behind on that but yeah i mean i uh that yeah and i i hate i i don't like hal jordan at all i always thought he was a whiny little bitch even even though in the in the animated series is like he's he's voiced by nathan fillan still kind of a whiny bitch but he's but, not he's not a whiny bitch right now. Yeah. That's what I'm liking. Like he could be a good character. He just yeah. needs to not be a whiny Dude, bitch. That that whole part in the first issue when he was forging the new ring and you're seeing it affecting everyone, right. like what the hell's going on? You know, you I was like, Oh yeah. They felt it. Like I was yeah. like, Oh Jesus Christ. Oh, like, I felt so, it too. I'll just letting you know that right there. I think like like obviously rebirth isn't a complete reboot. Like some of these books, you feel like you're still coming in to a story that was already going on, and I love how they did that. I feel like but, it's getting their edge back, right? And I think Green Lantern Corps though is is the one that is truly starting over because the the Green Lanterns are gone, right? You know what I mean? He's and Hal Jordan's. You know what? Fuck this bullshit, right. and he's starting this shit all over again. Like Oa, 
no longer exists. Right. And you have the fucking war world. By, by the way, DC, can we step up the game a little bit with the title of fucking planets? <laughs> war world. Even <laughs> even Sinestro thought it was lame in the book. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> he was like, he's like, I don't know why it's called war world. We're not in a fucking war anymore. Uh, kind of you know? a little meta there. So dope, though. And um, I, I've, liked, I, I've liked that about the books, too. All the books seem to be self-aware. Right. And I like I like the I like the Green Lantern book. Um, it it does it still leaves me going. Okay, what's going to happen next? You know what I mean? Like, but it's it's I think it has a lot of promise because it's it's interesting to have those the two lanterns, and one has fucking anxiety issues. The right. other one has it's it's just it's out of there. It just doesn't make any sense. Um, Batman's dope. Uh, I just read. I read the latest Harley Quinn, but that hasn't really changed. Well, um, hasn't, they haven't hit Rebirth yet, have they? I don't think they're rebirthing it, I thought to they, be honest. I thought they were rebirthing Suicide Squad. I don't know. Or they just haven't. No, Suicide Squad, yes. I'm talking about Harley Quinn. No, I thought they were giving her a rebirth, too. but I, I don't know. I, they might be. They might not have hit it yet. Or I just well, she's, their, she's the Deadpool of the DC Universe anyway. So they don't need to follow their own time. Yeah, she can do whatever she wants. Right. Um, or, I'm sorry, they can do whatever they want with right. um, Okay. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> technically, she can't do whatever she wants. Um, what was the other one? Oh, that new Hellblazer. Ooh! Yeah. And that was, a, that was a pleasant surprise because Steve and I were both in a grant that um, when he- they redid Hellblazer for the new 52, people wasn't digging it. Yeah. You know, so this new one, though, the art's real clean. The writing's fucking cool. Like, it- it's back to the way it used to be where... Constantine is such a genius smartass. Oh yeah, that you're just like fuck. Like I didn't even see that coming. Like that kind of shit, you know. Well, I'm, I'm gonna talk about comics all night, but it's just so good, dude. Yeah, and and also for those of you that didn't then find out, also in the DC realm, there was a trailer for or kind of like a trailer slash. Hey, we're doing a Justice League Dark animated movie. When speaking of Constantine. And the TV Constantine, Matt Ryan, is reprising his role as Constantine in the animated movie. So, you know, it, it's really awesome to see him there. And that actually sparked me to kind of rewatch the old Constantine series. And, oh, he's so good. Like he, I, I still need to, I need to watch it. I kind of just ignored it when I knew it was getting canceled. Yeah, oh. I, I watched the first couple of episodes and really liked it. And then when I heard it was um, possibly going to be canceled, I kind of fell off of it. But... And then rewatching him when he came on on Arrow was kind of like, oh, I got to rewatch Constantine, even though now one, it was just 13 episodes. One book that has been a big surprise is Aquaman. That book has been nice, dude. Like, it's it's all political because his his whole goal right now, and spoilers if you haven't read it, because if you haven't read it, step the fucking game up. Like that that's where we're at right now. Um, he has this floating embassy. Yeah. And he's working with the United States and they had, you know, the embassy fucking clearance or whatever. And they're inviting people in, reporters. There's there's people of different nations that are going to work in the embassy, a true embassy. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, that's his main goal right now is to bridge relations between the surface world and Atlantis. Yeah, it was really weird. Like in Rebirth, when I read Rebirth, I was like, where are you going with this? Yeah. Yeah. It was weird at first. And then now it's, it's starting to come to fruition. But the thing is, is that people keep standing in his way. Yeah. And it's, it causes ten- – there's a lot of politicalness going on with yeah. politicalness. There's a lot of shit just going on. <laughs> you know, and, and – Because uh, see, Aqu- Aquaman's from the streets. 
Aquaman is no fucking joke. <laughs> and then they had to go talk to the president. So Mira and fucking Aquaman just show up <laughs> to the fucking White House. Well, they don't, um, they don't need to be invited, really. Come they're like, fuck you, I go where I want. Yeah. Um, but some, I'm not going to spoil it, but something real big happened at the end of the last issue, dude. It, I was like, fuck. It just, it's been a while since I've been able to read comic books, and I'm, I'm actually talking to it. Like, I'm reading it and going, are you fucking kidding me? Like, that kind of shit. Yeah, this week I plan to get caught up on on the last two weeks plus the new lease releases that are coming out. Because we're now starting a new month, so all the new shit's going to start coming out again. Uh, so, yeah, so I'm going to be spending some time. What comes out next? Because I'm going to take my iPad to work and uh, read some during my lunch. But, uh, I yeah. Just realized, so... I, I just realized I forgot to do my new releases today. Yeah, last week, too. Sorry, guys. <laughs> fucking me, up. Too, me too. So sorry, guys. We'll, uh, be, we'll be back. We'll be back next week. Once Steve gets his shit together. Oh, yeah. So. <laughs> Yo, man, just because you wear a Kango hat don't make you LL Cool J. <laughs> <All right>. <laughs> <laughs> That's true, though. <laughs> coming out, what's coming out next week? I'm, I'm going to, for DC, I'm going to say what comes out next week. <laughs> uh, the new Aquaman. Nice. The new Batman, uh, the new Green Arrow. Oh yeah, Harley Quinn number one. You're right. Oh, okay. They were rebirthing it. I I was wondering um, if they're gonna rebirth that. Justice League number two. Justice League is one. Oh, Suicide Squad rebirths next week too. Superman four. Um, Superman's really good. Superman's too. been the really father good. son thing. Yeah, Superman and actually Action Comics both have been really really good. I still I'm, haven't read Action or Detective. I'm I, Detective. I was kind of like meh, but um. Action comics has always been one of those that I've just kind of been like, whatever. But this storyline's got me, got me as well as um, the Superman storyline. And I'm not a big Superman comic book fan because it just gets boring after a while. But the dynamic that they're working with here is really, really good. The father-son dynamic, yeah. The, the comic that I'm not worried about because Justice League... That one, they kind of didn't really... Justice League's going through some growing pains, I think, because they're focusing a lot on the Superman thing. Yeah. Because of the new suit, the Superman from the other the Earth. Right. Now, I agree they need to focus on that, but we're also focusing on that on the Superman book. Right. I think yeah. I think Superman and Justice League shouldn't be coming out on the same day. Yeah. That I think that's what I read. Super unless the fo- unless in, the focus is on somewhere else. Right. Because I'm in the Superman right now. Like I'm like shit. But so I'll read that first, and then I'll read Justice League. I'm like yeah, you know, okay. You know what I mean? Like I'm not, I'm not upset. I, I still like the book, but I'm not. I don't care as much. So I'm, I'm hoping. Not, I'm not upset, but I am a little disappointed. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, there's still parts of it that I'm interested in. Like Batman's real quick to be like, let's let him in. Right. Let's let's invite him, and then like just like that, and Batman's like, well, I'd rather keep him close to see what's going on. So there's there's that going on, and I'm enjoying that, but. Like the villain, the villain last issue was kind of whack. And, yeah, and just, you know whatever. But Justice League is it, the ensemble books. Sometimes that happens. Like the villain is just whack, and you're just kind of like okay, but that will get better with time. They, Justice League is too big of a book to. It's too big to fail. <laughs> I'm trying to say. All right. So um, one thing that I wanted to touch base on last week, uh, I saw actually uh, Star Trek Beyond last weekend. 
And I saw a documentary on the Showtime app. And if you guys have Showtime, you can check this documentary out. Uh, but uh, first, I wanted to touch on Star Trek Beyond. Um, I liked it. Um, I liked it a lot because of the fact that it really felt like this Star Trek universe was coming out into its own. Hey, but my question is, in the trailer, see, I haven't seen the film. In the trailer, it looks like they're in the ship for about five minutes. And then it's all on a surface of a planet. Yeah, it's pretty much about it. I don't know if I'm down with that, dude. Dude, some of the best Star Trek episodes don't happen on the Enterprise. I know, but I like the ships, man. <laughs> you know? That that battle looks dope, though. Yeah, the um, there are a couple little corny little scenes, but... Uh, What's Star Trek? There's going to be some... There's going to be some corn in there. Um, uh, but uh, all in all, I thought the... the di- especially the dynamic with Spock and McCoy... They really fleshed that out. And I think that was missing from the first two uh, movies because everybody gets you know separated and McCoy and uh, Spock are together. And we really see the, the dynamic of their, of their characters uh, really flesh out and, and how they work. Um, Chekhov has more screen time and he's paired with Kirk in this, in this part. Uh, Simon Pegg does really well uh, being with the, uh, that uh, black and white chick that we've seen in the trailers he's paired with her um and then uh but i one thing that i've liked about this batch of of movies as opposed to like the original films is that they don't solely focus on kirk spock and mccoy it is more ensemble it focuses on everyone so there's a lot of good scenes with uhura and sulu in there and then you have you know Chekhov and kirk some good action and and um and uh, uh, um, plot twists that come with them, uh, and I mean, so, I know I know it's going to be a good movie, but see, some of my favorite episodes were in the ships, and that's just that's just an opinion. That's a personal preference, right? You know what I mean? I there's you could definitely have. I mean, we talk about some episodes where they were only on a planet. What was the name of that episode where Picard was lived that whole life in a fucking? Oh fuck yeah something? yeah um uh, uh inner light. One of there my, was no one of my future. personal favorites. There was no future. There wasn't even modern technology in right. that. And that was one of the dopest fucking episodes. Yeah, I mean, it definitely, you know. But I, I just, I like ship battles. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Um, yeah. yeah, the the beginning ship battle and then the ending battle, very, very big, um, uh, very big as far as uh, as you know, effects, effects driven and stuff like that. Um, Idris Elba was okay as the villain i am not exactly sure villains i don't know for some reason and you know even with comic book movies the villains have been kind of weak i've uh, noticed that lately and um i'm not exactly sure why but uh you know but the the villain of his, this movie if you look beyond kind of the weakness of it it really questions the whole idea of the federation you know it was a dope villain that i think is underrated like people don't appreciate it enough was that guy in um, Civil War? He oh, was such Bar- a complex guy. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Bar- he was just yeah, yeah. He was just so fucking saddened by the death of it. It was just you know, so good. What's you know? funny with that is that not many people complained about his villain. No, they like, didn't. like they were like they they were expecting something bigger. I'm like, yeah, but the perfect villain would do that. Yeah, you know, would do create the. He's super- not just being bad just to be bad, right? Which is something. Unfortunately, and and we're just talking about movies, but um, I I recently watched a um, 
spoiler-free uh, tra- uh, review of Suicide Squad. Um, and the guy said it was great. He really enjoyed it. Very fun to watch, you know, visually appealing. Um, but one thing he said was the villain, you know, is, is kind of evil for evil's sake. All right. You know, but hey, look at the source material. Like comic <laughs> book, comic books kind of do that sometimes. Too. Right. Like the greatest villains are not the ones that are just like, I'm a bad guy, so I'm going to be bad. Right. You know, <laughs> like I remember when they said um, they were going to put Sandman in the uh, third uh, and and oh, okay the third Spider-Man movie sucks right? but the Sandman was good like they gave him depth they gave yeah. him a reason you know what I mean and, and yeah. he felt bad for him. he wasn't like that in the fucking comic no yeah he was, he was a stupid B-roll villain like no nobody gave a shit about him yeah that's true you know? but um but all in all I thought uh, Star Trek Beyond really kind of solidified um uh the way the characters developed and I think has has set it on a good path to continue um, they did incorporate Spock's death, Leonard Nimoy's real life death, into the movie, which I I was glad they touched on. And I and the cool thing was that they used that as a catalyst for the current Spock. And it was one of those things where you know Spock learns that the you know what they call Spock Prime had passed. And after a bit, you know, my brother and I are looking at it and we're thinking like, how the fuck do you handle that? Like you just yeah. got news that you died. You know, <laughs> like. How the fuck do you even process that? You know, so it was it was stuff like that that I thought. Hold on, hold on, children. Okay, baby, go, go tell mom I'll be there later. I forgot to lock the door. Okay, <laughs> okay uh, baby, thank you. Bye bye. But uh, in any case, um, so I thought it was a good movie. I thought it really. I thought it, it delivered good action and good fun, and I, I think it, it really did well. Um, the other documentary that I saw on Showtime that I saw uh, that I wanted to talk about was called All Things Must Pass, and it's basically a documentary about Tower Records. Um, and it used to be, like, everywhere, and, you know, they had everything. And it was really cool because it really showed you where it started up to basically how it failed. They used to be everywhere, huh? Yeah, and uh, and and why it succeeded, and why the stores did well, and how it built its name, and it was a really, really good documentary. I was really impressed with it. They talked to the owner, the guy that created it, and just like people that used to work there and where they started, and they had musicians on there like Elton John, Bruce Springsteen, Dave Grohl, you know, all of them because they, they like Bruce Springsteen said, yeah, you know, you weren't anybody unless your rec- your record was in Tower Records. You know, and and Dave Grohl was like, yeah, I worked there. (laughs) He goes, it was the only place that would hire me with the way he looked and stuff like that. And he goes, and he goes, and he loved working there because everybody loved music. They were talking to Elton John, who was like, he used to go in there like every Tuesday, you know, before the store opened and would go through and would have a, 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 a notepad of all the records that he had and would buy records and shit, you know. And he said that he loved talking to everybody there because everybody knew music. And they were like, oh, have you heard this yet? And introducing him to new music. I was like, that's fucking bomb, dude. So, yeah. So it was really uh, uh, a really, really good documentary. It really kind of like left you going, fuck, man. They kind of missed the train on. um, And how it wasn't necessarily all Tower Records fault as for why um, why it went down. So, which usually in those instances, it's not, <laughs> you know, but uh, yeah, if you have, um, if you have Showtime, 
and you have that Showtime Anywhere app, uh, check it out there or just look for it when it comes out on Showtime. Really, really good documentary. I, I, I strongly recommend it. So um, with that, as you know, us here at the Lazy Geeks, we're all about getting things on the cheap, if not mm-hmm. free. <laughs> Real talk. And uh, if you have, uh, you know, if you're Xbox Live subscriber, gold member, or a PlayStation Plus member, uh, August starts, well, tomorrow when we're recording this, but today for when this is released. So um, I've got some Xbox game with gold stuff for for um google just turned on on my phone that was weird i don't know why um <laughs> it was like for what <laughs> <laughs> uh so here's some xbox live gold uh subscriber uh we'll get an eclectic mix of free games next month as part of the subscription xbox one owners will get access to koi temko slash them up uh warriors uh oroshi three ultimate the latest entry in the Omega Forces Dynasty Warriors and Samurai Warriors crossover series. The game will be included as part of the games with gold uh, from August 1st through August 31st. WWE 2K16 for Xbox One will also be part of the August game with gold lineup and will be available to download from August 15th to September 15th. Xbox 360 owners will get the Moss Mouth's hardcore roguelike uh, Spelunky and Ubisoft's Beyond Good and Evil HD next month. Spelunky will be available through Games with Gold from August 1st to the 15th, and Beyond Gold and Evil, oh, uh, Beyond Good and Evil, sorry, Gold and Evil, uh, Beyond Good and Evil HD will be available from August 16th through the 31st. As with all current Xbox 360 Games with Gold titles, Spelunky and Beyond Good and Evil HD are backwards compatible on Xbox One. Uh, Xbox Live Gold subscribers currently have access to uh, Tumblestone, The Banner Saga 2, and Tron Evolution as part of June's Games with Gold, or July's actually, Games with Gold titles, which I actually just downloaded uh, Tron Evolution because yeah. I wanted to play it. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a good enough reason, you know? You grown man, you don't have to explain yourself. <laughs> um. Well, I uh, I didn't want to leave out the PlayStation fans, so I have their free PlayStation Plus movies uh, for August, of course. Also, I just recently grounded my oldest daughter, so the her PlayStation Four is in my bedroom now. So, you know, maybe I'll download some shit. There you, you know go. What I'm talking about? Um, Delete all her shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I already did. No, I'm just kidding. That's how you get punished in this house. <laughs> Look, just let's just say some some children. It's not good to have a game console in their room because oh. then they do nothing else. Yeah. Um, I was one of those children. <laughs> uh, so the first one is for the PlayStation 4. Obviously, uh, PlayStation has multiple consoles they're releasing for. So PlayStation 4, Tricky Towers, uh, kind of a Tetris-like game. Um, it actually says it may look like Tetris. Tetris. Heck, it may look exactly like Tetris, but it's not Tetris. Uh, <laughs> Tricky Towers takes the building blocks of the classic puzzler and constructs something quite different. The goal here is competitive tower building. So it's almost like um, Jenga right. with uh, Lego blocks, or Lego blocks, with uh, Tetris blocks. Mm-hmm. Um, the other PlayStation 4 release is Rebel Galaxy. Uh, Rebel Galaxy takes space combat and exploration and sets it against a soundtrack of rock and roll. 
You have plenty of freedom in this game. So if you want to ditch the main quest, you're free to travel through space, hunting bounties, hijacking freight ships, blowing up enemies, and doing whatever you want. Doing that to like go going through space, listening to Stairway to Heaven. I let Zeppelin. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely gonna download that one. Um, PlayStation Three, we got Yakuza Five, uh, which was actually not that bad. It's um, I may download that for me. I yeah, PS Three. It's compared. It's always compared to the Grand Theft Auto series, but it has more of a. Um, it's in like, what is it? Tokyo. Yeah. Yeah, and it's 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 the Yakuza. Mm-hmm. You're, you're in the Yakuza. Um, it's pretty it's pretty good, though. You guys should pick it up if you haven't played it. Uh, another PlayStation 3 title is Retro Slash Grade. Um, a, neon oh, color, a neon colored rhythm game with an original soundtrack, Retro Slash Grade, uh, plays like a space shooter in reverse. You control a ship as your laser blast wind back toward your position. <laughs> it's one of those weird Sony games. Right. You know, but it should be fun. Okay, now for... Sony puts out six games because they have the Vita, too. Um, Patapon 3. Um, Padawan? <laughs> Padapon. Oh. Padawan? Um, in Patapon 3, you play as a deity who gets to order minions around on a battlefield. The trick is that to deliver these orders, you have to tap out various button combinations in time with the beat of soundtrack. So it sounds kind of, it's kind of like Parappa the Rapper and... Um, fucking a war game when you're playing so, it all of a sudden you're hearing cruising down the street in my, in my six, six boat. And, and the button is do, 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 <laughs> do, do, do. You're just like, Ugh. you get a little too into it shit. Grooving um, as you're doing. <laughs> uh and the last game and this game is for psv to ps3 and ps4 uh is ultra ultra tron ultra tron um, a oh, retro like Ultron? <laughs> what? A retro-inspired twin-stick shooter. Ooh, I like. I used to like those games back in the day, where you use two joysticks. Yeah. So you're moving with one and shooting with the other. Ultratron is all about staying alive as hordes of enemies come at you from all angles. What was the name? Robotron, wasn't it? I, yeah, it's. I think so. Sounds like a clone, but yeah. it should be fun, and especially if it's free. <laughs> all right, so. Now that we've got your uh, August playlist. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Now that we have your attention. Yeah, now that we got your August playlist all set up for you, I think it's time we jump into some headlines. All right. So, as many of you know, this Friday, Suicide Squad opens. Uh, Or as some of you haters call it, the Will Smith show. Uh, and some of you that really would like it to be the Margot Robbie show. Okay. Uh, <laughs> hey, you know what? Dude, who, that, who... that scene where she's changing out in the middle and she looks around, what? <laughs> Listen, there's, there is one female in that movie that isn't getting represented, though. And that's the uh, samurai chick. Oh, yeah. She's fucking hot. Like, I saw, I saw her in, uh, in the Hall H thing. I was okay. watching the video, and she came out all smiling. I was like, oh, <laughs> who are you? <laughs> oh, wait, let me, uh, let me adjust my, uh, my jerking <laughs> method right now. Okay. Take my pants. I mean. Uh... <laughs> Excuse me. I can be quite vexing. Um, so this, <laughs> this uh, comes from The Hollywood Reporter. Uh, this, this does have a spoiler in it. So if you're one of those few people that – don't who hasn't been pouring over all details of the movie like right, me right and don't want to know any spoilers uh stop listening now the flash 
Um, <laughs> you gave them no time. I know, right? <laughs> uh, do, during the last bout of filming, it appears that uh, another Justice League member will be appearing in Suicide Squad. We already know that Batman's going to make uh, some type of appearance. And as far as the director goes, he's actually already explained just how Batman is going to be represented in the movie, which I thought was really cool. Um, but it appears that uh, this scene, according to what I've kind of pieced together, it seems that the character of Boomerang, who is a Flash villain, Captain Boomerang, sorry, uh, is a Flash villain. And apparently that a a shot that a scene that was shot during the reshoots where everybody was like, oh, my God, they're reshooting because they're doing this and that and they're changing everything. This one here was actually because they hadn't had cast the character the actor playing the flash yet when they originally filmed so during the reshoots they reshot it with the flash yeah so we get to see just Super how captain i i actually am because <laughs> in that what we'll touch on it later but i actually dig the way if the justice league trailer is anything to do with with uh, suicide squad i like where they're going with this uh with uh, uh uh ezra miller who plays the flash so he will be in the movie um, also, just so you know, there will not be an end credit uh, scene, but there is a mid credit scene. So they're kind of doing that half Marvel where there's a scene in the middle of the credits. So uh, because the problem is, is because DC's starting late, everything they do is Marvel did that, right? So they have to be different. Like it, what was it? Fucking um, oh. But, well, no, you know, we'll talk about it when we talk about the Justice League trailer, because that's a little too Justice League to <laughs> be talking about right now. Yeah. So, yeah, so when you guys go see the movie on Friday, um, yeah, you'll be checking out uh, the Suicide Squad and look for The Flash. I think The Flash is going to be in the first 20 minutes, because that same um, uh, review, and this this isn't really a spoiler, but that same review that I was watching, he said the first 20 minutes had him worried, um, because... They kind of they, they wanted to give everyone like a background story, but they did it in a fast and frantic kind of way. All right. So the first 20 minutes is like this one and then this one and then this one. You know what I mean? And I've seen that done before. It doesn't bother me. But he was worried because he's like, is the whole movie like this? <laughs> so, <laughs> did, we, did we learn nothing from Batman versus Superman? <laughs> but after after that 20 minutes, it goes into the proper stories. And um, if you if you actually stopped listening for a little bit, now you can start listening again. If you want. If you want. Whatever. We don't care. care. Yeah. You know, should have been listening anyway. You know, yeah. the punk ass already knew about the Flash. <laughs> okay, you know, never mind. Shit. <laughs> and hit the streets. You can stay in the sheets. Fuck, I don't care. <laughs> anyway, um, Microsoft. I'm Barry Gordy in this bitch. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> what's it? What's it? That coach's name that Will Smith says in the Suicide Squad show? And he's all triangle, bitch. Oh. That was funny. <laughs> um, Microsoft is rolling out a significant update to Xbox One, which happened yesterday. Um, The summer update brings a number of new features, including Microsoft's Cortana Digital Assistant for those in the U.S. and the U.K. Uh, Cortana is designed to look and feel just like the Windows 10 variant, and most of the same queries work. You'll also be able to use Cortana to set up parties through Connect or via a headset. Uh, So a headset. Uh, see what friends are playing and control media playback. Uh, Cortana replaces the old Xbox voice commands with "Hey Cortana," because um, the Xbox had voice commands, but they were just kind of like 
do this. You know, right. now you're going to have Cortana talking back to you and shit. Um, but Microsoft is keeping them available if you disable Cortana. Um, Xbox gamers will be pleased to hear background music is finally available with the summer update. Uh, Pandora will be one of the first apps to support background music, and it will work just as you'd expect. You can play music and start a game, and the music will continue playing in the background. That's how background music works. Mm -hmm. uh, if you want to change the volume or pause the music, then there are quick controls available from opening when you open the Xbox Dash Guide. And again, you could just ask Cortana to do it if you had a headset on. We'll assume no one has a Kinect. <laughs> right. So if you have a, and most yeah, likely we're assuming correctly, but you right. know. <laughs> um, Microsoft is starting to merge its Xbox and Windows stores uh, with this update, allowing you to get access to some Windows 10 apps on the Xbox. It's still early days, so not many are available, but Microsoft will be opening the store up to more and more developers in the coming months. Microsoft's Xbox Play Anywhere initiative also kicks off with this new summer update, which means you can buy certain titles or the PC and get the Xbox version or vice versa without paying extra. I think that's fucking dope. Yeah. I, I really do. Um, another big addition is region independence. You can now select any language regardless of your location. So if you move country, if you move to another country, you can keep your language and set your new location. I mean, that's cool, but it's kind of a real, real select. You know, you know what that's really cool for off the top of my head? Military personnel. Yeah. Like, that's kind of dope. Like, they, they're going to be stationed somewhere else. They can bring their Xbox with them. Um, it's something that Xbox gamers have been waiting for. Okay. Um, Microsoft is also tweaking the game collection layout so you can access a ready-to-install section and not have to scroll horizontally for games. Thank you. <laughs> because the Sony way was bothering me. Yeah. It's just so fucking hard to see. Um, over I'm on actually the... going somewhere else with that, but that's cool. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Over on the Windows 10 side, what? bitches, uh, Microsoft is also updating the Xbox app ready uh, ready for the Windows 10 anniversary update that will be available on August 2nd. All the top Windows 10 PC games will now show up on Xbox Live, meaning you'll uh, be able to see what your friends are playing on their PC, chat with them over Xbox Live parties, and see and share PC game clips. Uh, gamers will also be able to record 60 frames per second game clips over once the anniversary update rolls out to Windows 10 next week. Um, Microsoft Xbox One summer update is available for all consoles right now. Are yeah. you reading that to yourself or for everyone? Because I was seeing if it was relevant. <laughs> um, well, it just, it just, yeah, he reads it out loud, so like all of us get to know. Listen, everybody suck a dick. Um, <laughs> Xbox, the, the Xbox One S hardware launches on August 2nd. Um, <laughs> What else happens on August? The anniversary update will be available for PCs on August 2nd as a free update. Yeah, so, so get ready to bitch about that when that happens. Yeah, because it's going to be weird. But yeah. the um, I'm, I like the, the background music thing's dope, but they Microsoft's weird. Everybody always wants background music. They know this. Right. And they always wait. They did the same thing for the Xbox 360. Like, just make it launch, please. Like, everybody wants it. So, um, like, you know playing some nwa while you're playing gta straight out of Compton, you're just like fucking bitches dude. yeah or you know you're sitting around playing uh fucking tomb raider and you have the fucking raiders of the lost ark going on in the background you know i told my kids today i'm like hey they're gonna have background music and, and my son was like i already do that and i was like how he fucking puts the sidebar up with youtube 
playing music while he's playing a game. Like my son is about that life. He's like, yeah. I was like, this motherfucker figured that shit out. He's like, he's like going, I ain't waiting for the man to give me what I want. <laughs> I'm about getting what I want when I want it. I'm not part of their fucking system, Dad. <laughs> oh shit! You can go ahead and play their game, but now, I'm not about that life. Cortana's kind of dope, but you gotta have a headset on. Yeah. Um, I kind of dig I've it. Never though. really used good Cortana. I I'll use it if I remember it's there. <laughs> like, see Cortana for the PC. There's for one those of you that didn't figure it out. Adam does not have a connect. <laughs> no, I don't. Um, Cortana for the PC is cool. That was weird. What? Oh, you just kind of. It's like your plug kind of came unloose in your microphone or something. Oh. But. Um, Cortana on the PC is cool, mm-hmm. but sh- it's um sometimes it's not on for random fucking reason so i'll say okay cortana and it doesn't come up and i'm like okay like right now it didn't come up it's like fuck you bitch i'm gonna break <laughs> i don't know we were talking windows 10's been a little glitchy lately yeah why, but... I, I, let us know too if you've been having some issues with that as well uh mostly i don't our... care if other people i'm not care about my issues motherfucker shut up like my graphics card you, you're being kind of a hoe right now All right. <laughs> my graphics card bro Oh, yeah, we didn't talk about that. Uh, so, well, you tell them what happened. My graphics card went out today. So, it's in that state where it still works unless I try to play a game. <laughs> and then it overheats and tells me to go fuck myself. <laughs> um, so, um, viewing for the graphics uh, uh, services will be on Tuesday, while yep. the actual funeral will be on Wednesday. We have a small wake. You know, there will be a reception. There be there will be a small reception afterwards. Right, and and you can you can come and say your piece and for the Asus um, G four six six sixty. So like even just saying G four six sixty, people were going that should have broke a long time. It's <laughs> a little old. Yeah, but, but you know he, what? But he's got a pers- a sentimental attachment to it now. Right. It's been in three of my computers. <laughs> I just move it, and it's worked every no problems. But now I'm down to uh, whatever the um, Intel 6700K is going to push out for me <laughs> for video. <laughs> no, whatever. All right. In the arms. You're going to put a video montage together of your aces. <laughs> I should. <laughs> Just me at the computer, hey. with the box and just like a you candle me, next to it. It's you see me buying it. Oh shit! <laughs> you got a candle next to it as. You... <laughs> Think about burying it outside. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like next to the cat. You know. <laughs> what I was good. What I think I should do, like, and seriously, you know, joking around, I should um grind it up and mix it with that tree urn, and then grow a tree. <laughs> you know. And that tree will be in HD. Yeah, and it'll yeah. be if it'll be it'll it will grow really fast because it has that. That's right. <laughs> uh, all right. So, um, back in May, the directors Anthony and Joe Russo indicated that uh, Avengers: Infinity War Part One and Two would uh, probably be retitled in the future. Uh, well, last week the word finally came down that only one Avengers film will retain the title Infinity War. Via superhero media, Mar- uh, superhero hype, sorry, Marvel Studios and Walt Disney Pictures have confirmed that the third Avengers movie will now simply be known as Avengers Infinity War. The fourth movie is now simply untitled Avengers film. 
which indicates that Marvel has yet to settle on the final title. Now, took you guys to figure that out. Um, in the Marvel comic universe, the original Infinity War uh, trilogy by Jim Starlin, Joe Perez, and Ron Lim began with the Infinity Gauntlet and was followed by Infinity War and Infinity Crusade. Infinity Gauntlet doesn't strike us as very cinematic title, but perhaps Infinity Crusade could work as uh, could work because it literally takes uh, an army of Marvel heroes across the MCU films to take down Thanos. So, um, Infinity uh, Avengers: Infinity War is slated to be released on May fourth, two thousand eighteen, while the sequel will follow on May third, two thousand nineteen. Uh, this falls in line with what we heard with the Justice League film, which was Justice League Part One and Part Two. Mm-hmm. Uh, no longer is that the case with them they're actually doing justice league first one and then it'll be called something else in the second so yeah so they're naming things different yeah this is what we've become hmm. they changed the name of something and it's news. i'm just kidding i'm being <laughs> um i mean i mean that makes more sense the way they're doing it now it's it's not the way it was before is kind of weird yeah like, I but hate the, when things because, are split up. Yeah, because it basically, will, it, it kind of alludes in my mind, and this is just in my mind, and, um, like, the Matrix movies, when they split yeah. up, you know, part one and two, and that was kind of lame. Yeah, it never works. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like, no one fucking cares. Or The Hobbit. Oh, yeah. Why is it three movies? You know, just that kind of shit. Well, there were three books. Not of The Hobbit. Well, yeah. That's true. You better get that shit right, or we can't be friends. <laughs> I was thinking of Lord of the Rings. Oh, I know what you were thinking of. <laughs> but you were wrong. <laughs> get your shit together. <laughs> so anyway. So now the... see... Oh, go ahead. Did you see a movie yesterday? Yes, I did. Because I saw a movie today. Yeah. And it was a killing joke. For both of us. <laughs> well, that was amongst the movies that I saw yesterday. But yeah, I saw The Killing Joke yesterday. What did you think of The Killing Joke? Um, I tell you if I was awake. No, I'm just kidding. Um, Damn. It's I, like that. <laughs> yeah, it's like that. No. <laughs> um, uh, do you want to do you want like a brief like a brief uh, a brief version or like what I actually really thought? Just say what you want, man. You're it's our podcast. You know, You're about to say it's your podcast. I was about to, and I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> like, wait, wait, hold up that bitch real quick. I don't need to give this motherfucker too much confidence. <laughs> um, everything from when it became, became the story of uh, The Killing Joke, I dug. Uh, the 20-minute, and as I call, pr- prologue, uh didn't need to be there right if you've seen the movie and the movie comes out on physical dvd blu-ray on tuesday tomorrow basically for for those of you that don't obla um it's so uh but i'm sure a lot of you have already seen it digitally um i i have to really admit that uh once we got into the actual i'll break it up into two parts how about that the killing joke itself um I thought was great. I'm a big fan of the original graphic novel. Um, really, really enjoyed The Killing Joke. Um, 
so hearing Kevin Conroy and Mark Hamill playing Jack and the Joker, great. Um, however, if we go to the prologue, didn't need to be there, in my opinion. Um, I know that they made references that, well, if we just took the killing joke as it was, it would be too short. Now, given that, you could have maybe blown up the killing joke a little bit more, maybe taken some more time with certain things. Um, in which case, I loved certain I loved certain shots that were panels from the book. I liked that. Um, however, the prologue didn't seem to fit. It was almost like an episode, and then the episode ended, and then we had a new episode. Yeah, like those where there's the thirty minutes is actually two ten minute episodes. Right. Yeah. And you're just kind of like, okay, why did that need to be there? Um, now I know that they were trying to embellish it a little bit because they were saying about running time. If you kind of look at it, it looks like that they were trying to expand Batgirl's role in the film as opposed to being kind of what she was in the actual graphic novel, which was a plot device. Yeah. Um, which the funny thing is they they try desperately to expand her role. And then as soon as she gets shot. They she's nothing now. There, there's no reason anymore. Right. And, and it's it, really weird. It's almost like they. Oh, you know what? I'll talk about it when I talk about it. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No worries. Uh, they tried so hard to not make her a plot device that she became a bigger plot device. Right. And kind of alluding to the fact that Batman wouldn't have given a shit about Batgirl or what happened to her if they didn't have a romantic relationship. If you didn't get that kitty cat. Right. And, you know, I mean, let's let's be honest. Batman can get it. Yeah, Batman can get whatever he wants. Exactly. So, but the thing is, why? Because he's Batman. Exactly. <laughs> but the thing that I I found interesting about this is the fact that they tried so hard to make it. It seemed to be more PC that it went the wrong way. Because there's been a lot of people, and it's a and it's one of those things where Adam and I kind of figured it out when we were talking about it. Is it's we're we're such it's such a PC culture. That we, anytime violence towards someone is used, for some reason it has to be explained or because it happens to a woman, it, it, it can't happen. We can't use that. And it's like, if we did that with all great literature that had crimes against women or children or, or what have you, you'd have to rewrite everything. And you can't do that, especially with The Killing Joke, because The Killing Joke is a classic in and of itself. Yeah. And if you stop looking at it through PC eyes and start saying, like, well, I don't agree. It's like, shut up. You know this is a classic because everybody took it as it was when it came out. And I think DC kind of went a little too far on the PC side to kind of, in almost some ways, to try to make it justifiable. But in the end, it was just really fucking weird. I mean that I mean overall I mean if you take if you break it up separately the prologue I don't think was necessary and I think made it worse um but everything from the from when the killing joke actually began I thought was great Tell us how you feel 
I think when you when you put in that perspective of the PC culture and this and that, it's almost as if the and and not rightfully so, and this was a mistake, but the way they handled Batgirl in the first we not even half, like the first twenty minutes of the movie right. was like a no guys we're sorry response to the variant cover from Batgirl. Right. And like a direct response to it. And, Which and I, I, think, I don't think was necessary. Wasn't necessary and it was mishandled. Yeah. The the problem is when you go back to the variant cover, the variant cover, first of all, it's a beautiful cover, uh, great art, and it calls back to the old Killing Joke story. But people who did not know the history of that fucking went off. But what I don't understand about today's culture is back in the day, if 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 someone runs up and goes, oh, that video game looks stupid as fuck. Like what you would tell them, you never even fucking played it. Fuck off. Right. And that would be the end of that conversation because you can't give opinions on things you don't know anything about. But nowadays everyone can. Because of the everyone internet can give and Twitter exactly. and all that stuff. Yeah. So we. So just talking about the movie, the first 20 minutes, I didn't care. The no. voice acting was great. You know, Tara Strong did Batgirl. Um, somebody loved Bat- Somebody loved Batgirl a little too much. Batgirl was hot. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> she looked. She looked real sexy for a cartoon. I was like, somebody was really enjoying getting them lines drawn in. <laughs> you know, but um, you know, and 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 another thing too is like, everyone cries wolf. It's like, oh, she can't be used as a plot device because of this and that and the other things. Why not? But you know, if it if it wasn't if it was like a white dude, no one would care. You and know that, what I mean? Like, yeah. And that was one thing I brought up with Adam when we were talking about the whole as on cue sirens. Um, at one of the things that I we had mentioned before is because a lot of people said, "Oh, well, it, it puts woman in that standard position of being endangered." The right. thing was is that she had no idea what was going on, and if you put it in context of the story, it makes sense you know, what he was trying to do, what the Joker was trying to do and what he did. Um, but the thing is, is that with this uh, pervasiveness of this PC culture, it takes, it, it would, if this had, ha- if they had done Death in the Family and we see... Which was ha- wonderful. Right, which is a wonderful one. No one would have given a shit. Why? Because it would have been Jason Todd being murdered by the Joker because he was a white male. Jason Todd, and that's the funny thing, is Jason Todd was murdered by the fucking Joker. Yeah. And people voted for it to happen. <laughs> like, nobody right. cares. Exactly. But because he would be a white male, nobody in this culture would have cared because it's like, it's a, it's a white male. Nobody here's cares. The, here's the thing, and this is the thing nobody realizes. When we start doing that, when there's certain groups that have to be treated with white gloves you're doing disservice to that group. Mm-hmm. Like you're, you're not helping like you, like with, with this movie, you, you, you made her look stupid. Yeah. You know, if she was, you know, Barbara Gordon, Batgirl, whatever. And she got shot. It just been, Oh shit. Like, I can't believe that happened. Right. You know what I mean? You're not going to go, oh, this whiny fucking bitch just wants to get on Batman's dick. Right. Which is how I felt. You know, yeah. And she looked more like the fucking the damsel at that point. Yeah. Because she's Batman's telling her Batman looked like the superior in that situation 
the entire way through. Exactly. Because he's telling her, no, it's my city. It's my rules. You can't do this. You can't do And she's like, oh, but I don't want to. Right. You know, like, she, oh, my really God. Did, she really did come off as, as a whiny character where if if you took it at that, it was like, oh, God, she's fucking annoying. Then when she gets shot, you're kind of like, cool. You know? <laughs> it gave you the wrong reaction. But I'm going to give it like this, okay? Fuck Barbara Gordon, whatever. I mean, please, dude. She was cute as shit. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Um... The first page of The Killing Joke is Batman coming up to Arkham Asylum to have a talk with um, Joker. Joker. This happened in the movie. And once it happens, it now follows The Killing Joke. I can almost guarantee all that Barbara Gordon, I want to fuck Batman stuff was added on after. Because it doesn't even look like it fits. Yeah. At all. It, it's, it happens... And you're, you're like, okay, and it, it kind of just There's seems no like whatever. There's no reference to it at all. And then all of a sudden, Batman goes to Arkham City to talk to what he thinks is the Joker. Yeah. So after that, the movie started for me at that point. When Batman ends up at, when he goes to Arkham Asylum, that's when the movie started. They, before, before that was like a, before the, the, the fucking title page type of shit like i don't even care about that and it, it sucks because they could have did it sucks and it's good at the same time if you could ignore even fucking fast forward through it honestly because it's really useless yeah the 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 whole extra shit at the beginning and you get to that scene where he goes to arkham asylum you now have the perfect killing joke animated representation because it was fucking great the the joker monologues that hamill delivered were just chillingly good yeah. Like, they were so good. Because a lot of people don't know um, the Joker and the Killing Joke is not as wacky. Yeah. It's almost like he's really trying to prove a point. You know, and the, even at the end, they kept the end exactly the way it was in the book. I mean, it was so good. And, yeah, Killing Joke, the book is short. You know, it, yeah. there isn't that many there isn't that many scenes in it. But I don't know. I, I would have rather had a short movie. Yeah. To be honest, I, the, the add-on to it was just unnecessary. Or um, if they expanded something within the Killing Joke itself, you know, like something that, that maybe maybe featured, you know, because there are certain areas in between where you're kind of like, okay, you know, maybe a little more detective, you know. I mean, or, I agree or, with that. I agree with that, too. But on the flip side, I like. I thought it was perfect the way it was. The, kill, the Killing Joke is one of my favorite comic stories ever. Okay, this is just me now. And the being that they kept it from that point, Arkham Asylum on, so perfect. I I don't want that I wouldn't want them to change it or just add a different Batman short to it. Something, yeah. you know, but and and then we have to think too like what was the studio telling them about the runtime? Like you need to put something on there. You know what I mean? Like and and there's that kind of stuff too. And then you're you're sitting here with such an iconic book that almost everyone has read or at least heard about. Right. So what what could you put that people wouldn't scream foul? Right. You know, because because what you're saying is a good idea. Like, let's add and, and expand on things in the story. But then there would be just as many people fucking crying about it because yeah. they they change the story, you know, and I don't know. I thought I all I got to say is what I already said. Arkham Asylum and on. Perfect loved it 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 was it was fucking amazing before that 
I could have did without it and don't. If I re, I will rewatch it. Obviously, I'm gonna skip through the first twenty minutes. I'm gonna fucking fast forward and get right to the shit I want to watch. Yeah. <laughs> pretty much, so. yeah. yeah. I think it's pretty much our 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 unanimous decision. It's skip that first twenty minutes because it really has nothing to do with anything. Watch it once. You should watch it. It's only twenty minutes. You know, watch it. Watch it once, just so you know what everyone's talking about. Right. But then here's the thing, though, and this is, most people do this. Why everyone's like fucking the Killing Joke? It's shit. It's horrible. It's not horrible. It's fucking awesome. But you have to, you have to get through that twenty minutes and then go, okay, fuck that. Right. And then start watching from that point. Don't don't sit there and, and watch ten minutes of it and turn it off and be like, ugh, yeah. this is fucking stupid. Just enjoy how cute Batgirl looks and, and move the fuck on. You know what I mean? It, it is a disservice, too, to Batgirl. I, th- I think they could have did a lot more. They've been doing a lot with her with her comic, you know, and really right. trying to, to, to flesh her out a lot more. And I appreciate that. But I don't know, man. They, they need to <laughs> – I don't know. <laughs> and, uh, and Adam and I discussed that uh, in regards to the cheap seats, this may be a stay tuned. So – the first twenty minutes is gonna be funny as shit. Oh hell just, yeah! What <laughs> is she doing? Like the the scenes where that she gargoyle, was like, the gargoyle got a front seat the view. Worst, the worst fuck that was funny. The worst mm-hmm. fucking scenes in this movie is when she was talking to that random dude in the library. Right, like, that, random dude, dude. that random yeah, gay dude. That random gay dude. Not only do we need a woman that has a fucking complicated love story, but we also need to have that gay dude in there, too. Yeah, to give, to give her relationship advice. It's like, shut the fuck up. Uh, Nobody cares. <laughs> uh, all right. So uh, at this point, this would pretty much be the end of the normal show. But now we're going to touch on some uh, Comic-Con related stuff. It's pretty much going to be kind of brief. Because we're just going to kind of give our opinions on some of the stuff that was announced. Uh, so. First off, we got a teaser for the Defenders, finally, which most people had been wondering about. Uh, cool little Nirvana, uh, slow, uh, slow t- uh, tempo Nirvana song yeah. that was on there playing that. I like that using a lot of little clues from all the other um, films. Uh, nothing huge, but it, it, it gave us, okay, it's finally happening. Um, also in related news, Daredevil Season 3 and Jessica Jones Season 2 won't happen until after The Defenders, so probably 2018 is what we're looking at for those. Which probably means that those those second seasons are going to be tied into the events. Yeah. Well, that happened during the Defenders, which is cool. I think I think Netflix they're doing doing it big at Netflix. Oh, I'm yeah. more excited about Marvel live action Netflix than I am about the movies at this point. Yeah, to be honest, yeah, and and I still enjoy the movies, but the, they're just doing some real cool shit. Yeah, with the Netflix stuff. Uh, Luke Cage trailer that was dope. That was fucking doper than shit, dude. Wu Tang. <laughs> I mean, anytime I, I you have a Wu Tang, you have a Wu Tang Clan song. Uh underscoring your fucking action sequence that's like oh i'm in i was down with it and and he and and luke cage is a badass character he's he's oh, yeah. basically just bulletproof oh yeah like, he's, and, he's so fucking cool and by the way you can if you haven't seen these trailers or you just want to look at them again the links are in the show notes so you can catch them there we um, got you but when he ripped that door off 
it started going through that hallway. And he wraps it around the dude. I was like, <laughs> I was like dude, the best scene in that thing was when he just grabs the dude and just pushes him up into the ceiling. Oh, I was right. like, oh my god! But it, it was so, it was just so good. It you know reminded I mean? me of that Daredevil hallway scene, you know, from season one. It yeah. was, it was, it was just like, oh, okay, I'm. I'm I need to step my game up too, especially with these new shows coming out. I haven't seen season two of Netflix. Of, uh, of, uh, <laughs> you haven't seen season two of Netflix? <laughs> Shit. I haven't seen season two of Daredevil. I haven't seen any of Jessica Jones. Yeah, you need is, to. Is there it. another? Is there another one? It's, well, season one and two of Daredevil. And then, yeah, Jessica Jones. Uh, this, yeah, this uh, September in like uh, less than a month and a half is uh, Luke Cage. Luke Cage would be sick. I'm gonna see that shit his first day it comes yeah. out. And he he gets introduced in Jessica Jones. Um, oh yeah, he he bangs her or something. Yeah, yeah, he does. Um, also, we got a teaser for Iron Fist. That was cool, but I mean, we saw a little bit of the backstory, but we didn't see too much. No, I mean, they just started really filming that series, so I, I'm surprised he, he looks like this. a hipster. He kind of does. But like, we got to we got to wait. Got to see how he works. Out. I fucking wait. <laughs> No, it, it looks it looks cool. Um, I I like that they did show a little bit more. The the reason I like this trailer is because they could have very easily just had him running around punching shit, right? Like they did with Luke Cage. But Luke Cage, that makes sense. And Luke Cage has already kind of been established already because we've seen him in Jessica. Right. So, but this one showed the monks and and yeah. the stuff like that, and and it's like okay, now you kind of get a taste of what Iron Fist is about because Iron Fist is pretty dope too. Yeah. Yeah, and that's and you know it, it's I I'm looking forward to it because I'm very curious on how they're going to handle it. But the fact that Marvel has done so well with the DC universe, I mean with the um with the uh, streaming you, universe, you, no, you said it right. <laughs> with the that's st- a Freudian slip, my yeah, brother. <laughs> with this, uh, with the uh, streaming universe, I'm yeah. I'm pretty much down for what's going to happen. Well, it's not the it's not the quote unquote streaming. It, it's the universe. I think I, I kind of well, like... the streaming universe is different from like Agents of Shield, you know. So that's I what it was all in the same universe. Well, it's the same universe, but the tones are different. Oh yeah, yeah, okay, I get you. Ones. Yeah, you know, because you wouldn't see half the stuff you see on Daredevil would not. Oh no, on network television. So that's why I don't watch the network television. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, although I don't know, I may have to catch up on Agents of Shield because Ghost Rider is going to be in season four. I know, I saw this. I was like, "Oh fuck!" Dude. <laughs> I was like, "Oh," and, and all I could think about was like Nicolas Cage, you know, <laughs> Ghost Rider, and that's that's for real though. Ghost Rider needs to be redeemed. Yeah, it those re- movies were so bad, man, I, and that's such a cool character. Yeah, so I think I'm going to binge watch season three, and because it's already up, it's up on Netflix. And... There's very few comic book characters that are more metal. Right, fucking Ghost Rider. <laughs> so, so badass. I know. I saw season four. I'm like, season four? What the fuck? Okay. I'm going to have to check that out now. Um, I'm going to let Adam go with this next one because... Right. This trailer changed my fucking life. <laughs> he found God. Is what it happened. Wonder Woman. Wonder fucking woman. Listen. Power, grace, wisdom, wonder. Listen. That, this that, trailer's... Poster, that poster, too. That post is awesome. Yeah. This this trailer is sick as it was sick as fuck. Like it seriously there was nothing wrong with this trailer. Had a good amount of comedy in it. Mm-hmm. And there was just it it really defined who she is in just the trailer. Like with that one line where he's like she's like you don't get to decide what I do or however she said it. She said it in a more right. legal way. Um which Adam is not. <laughs> no. Um what did she say? She said um she said you don't get to decide 
what I do. Something. Oh like yeah, because he says I don't want you going in there, and she's like, I don't. You well, know. he's being, he's being. You can tell, and I know from the books it was like this too, but you can tell that um, he's being. And we're talking about Chris Pine's character. He's being um, an early twentieth century man. Like, right. hold on, like I'll take care of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, well, it's like in in uh, the Force Awakens when. Um, uh, what was his name? He was he kept grabbing Ray by the hand, and she said, "Why do you keep taking my hand?" Yeah. You know when they run. See, and, you know? and let's let's pull back to the the what they were trying to do with the killing joke. That kind of stuff, like from Star Wars and what we're seeing, that's how you make women look good. Yeah, by letting them stand on their own two feet. You know, and I I love that scene. I was watching that with um, and we talk about Star Wars. I was watching that with uh, my daughter, my ten year old daughter, and she was. Her eyes were just lit up because this girl was like, I don't need your help. Right. You know, like just because she was the hero. Like, that's what girls want to see. Not, oh, my God, I just fucked Batman and I don't want to shut the fuck up. Right. Who cares? It. That's high school shit. Now you act in basic as fuck. <laughs> anyway, Wonder Woman. So little known fact, by the way. So everyone's saying, oh, my God, the costume looks so good. They got the color in it. And I agree. That's the same costume from Batman versus Superman. Yeah. For some reason in post they changed it to look super gritty. Yeah. Which was a mistake. Yeah. Um the fuck, like where do I even start with this fucking trailer? Like um, seriously. The the action sequences that you see her just rocking at the that last fight in the, that in the fight. building and shit. Oh, yeah. I was like, mm. yeah, and then you see her throwing around the lasso and shit. Yeah, just like I was looking at it and I was like, Oh my god, this is and gonna then that be scene, awesome. That scene where um they don't. They hadn't shown her in full the full outfit yet, yeah. and then she's climbing out of a trench because it's World oh War yeah, and and it just shows like lasso shield, and all of a sudden she, you just see her face as she climbs over the thing, and the hair is all out and shit because you know she keeps it right. I'm just gonna say, and then that scene where she fucking holds the shield out and bullets. Are, I was like skates, skates. <laughs> and then her theme music out. came up. Oh, oh yeah, then I was like, dude, I couldn't do it. This, yeah, I was. I remember seeing it. I was actually at work when this came out, and I was watching it. And um, and then all of a sudden, the the person that I was working with on a Saturday goes, "What are you watching?" I go, "The Wonder Woman trailer." Shut up! I've seen that trailer <laughs> like fucking twelve times. Yeah, I I gotta so admit, share. I gotta admit that it was like, it was better than I than I thought it would be, and it was just it got me pumped for it because I mean. You know, we all. She was one. She was one of the highlights for, you know, um, from Batman versus Superman. And now we see her in this, and because of that, it's carrying over, and it's like even more hype because now we want we get to see her doing her shit. I just so, shared. I just shared this short thing. I shared it on my personal Facebook, but I shared it on the Lazy Geeks Facebook. If you want to go check it out, um, it says the original Wonder Woman theme song works well with the trailer. It does. Like, watch oh, that huh? video, and when it, it's all dun, 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 and then right when she does that shield thing, it's all Wonder Woman. I was like, oh, <laughs> shit. It was so dope. I'm gonna check that out. That's awesome. This is this is the movie though. Like this this is the out of all. I'm more excited about this movie than Justice League. I think. I know when when I think about it, I liked the Justice League clip, which we're gonna talk about in a second. But I was really pumped after Wonder Woman. See, and I'm, I'm gonna say it right now, like, and I don't know if it's weird or whatever. And I'm, and I'm not saying this because I think she's hot or anything like that. It's right. nothing of that. Because she is hot. Yeah, yeah. But look, I'm gonna say it like this: the I, for some reason, have always liked 
strong female characters. This is a group watching Buffy or something. I don't know. But he likes I to like them. You know, he likes to be. <laughs> I like when when women are the heroes. You know why? Because it's it's different. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's it's like oh shit. You know what I mean? But the so um, you kind of want strong females, right? You know, but not somebody that can beat us up in a bar fight. But you know, we, but somebody who can hang with you in a bar fight. Like you get into one, and she's right next to you, getting ready to help you out. That's cool. And then there was some shit. You know, people talk that shit. There was someone at my job that was like, oh, you know, they only picked her because she was beautiful, you know, blah, blah, blah. I said, one, yeah, she is beautiful. But that's also part of Wonder Woman. They're all perfect women in Amazonia land. You know what I mean? (laughs) So it's supposed to be – that's part of her character. There's nothing wrong with a woman being pretty. Like I don't understand why that you're obviously a sexist if if the character is pretty. You want some fucking ghoul out there fighting crime too? I don't understand it. I don't see people complain about like, oh, you know, Affleck or Cavill or, you know, Chris Evans. You know, it's like all the women are like, oh, I've got to go see him. I'm going to see Robert Downey Jr. He's hot. But, oh, if we have, you know, Scarlett Johansson or or one, you know, you know, uh, Gal Gadot or any of that. Oh, you guys are just sexy because she's hot. Wonder Woman's going to be that movie that people – there's going to be people that go in and go, damn, she looks sexy in that outfit, though. And then they're going to see her kicking ass going, oh, maybe I shouldn't talk shit. Yeah. They're, <laughs> no, they'll be like, oh, we should do that to me. You know, because <laughs> that's, that's where you get. But, no, yeah, but I, I'm, I'm super psyched for this. I, I can't wait for this movie. It looks so good. Yeah. I think it's going to be one of the one of the biggest flicks of 2017. Yeah. It has to be. It's going gonna, it's gonna to surprise a lot of people, I'm sure. Next trailer. Yeah justice league you know what i was surprised that they released a clip like this and let's let's give a nod to fucking warner brothers they released all these trailers and then right afterwards put them online well because they learned from the suicide squad from last year yeah all that leaked fucking recording with a phone bullshit because then you get to take control of it you put out a great copy and everybody gets to see it as opposed to you're a fucking hero because everybody's like oh my god yeah but um the justice league clip was dope i've definitely more humor in it yeah um which is good. I mean, it, that makes sense for an ensemble cast and stuff like that. We need we need to have some humor. If Justice League was dark, it would make fucking sense. Right. You know, um, the everyone looks great. The Flash, the Flash looks fucking cool. He's I was funny. I was really really surprised when I saw him. But it's like Bruce Wayne. Okay, you say that like that explains why you're sitting in my second favorite chair. You know, yeah. like why you broke into my place and sitting in my second favorite chair. It was like okay, like that line. I was like okay, he, he got me. And then Bruce Bruce Wayne was, or Batman or whatever was definitely cool. Fucking Aquaman, that mm-hmm. motherfucker looks like he ain't one to be fucking with, dude. I heard you talk to fish. Nah, at the end, <laughs> um, we saw Cyborg very briefly, and it right. looks like it looks like a little bit of little bit of touch up work needs to be done on the yeah. uh, on the CGI for his outfit. But obviously, they I'm surprised they pulled this. Out. I mean, this this film's yeah. currently recording, yeah, or filming, so. Yeah. Um, yeah. There were a lot of a lot of comedy between like Wonder Woman and uh, and and uh, Bruce Wayne. Right. Um, the 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 plea he said that there's somebody here who comes with you know all the fish and all that stuff. You know, brings food. Comes on the king's tide. Comes on the king's tide and all that. That whole thing where you're here and you're just like, oh, that's just like so good. So good. Um, and then yeah, that whole scene with the Flash where he throws the his uh, star. Or his uh, little bat star at, yeah, at uh, at uh, Barry Allen, and just in slow motion he looks, and then he watches it as it goes by, and then grabs it. It really in that brief scene, it really showed just how fast 
Because we all know how fast Batman could throw a batarang. Right. But he literally had time. He could have made a cup of tea. Right. Like, he was just chilling. <laughs> sandwich. You know, you know what I'm saying? Know. And the special effects on the Flash look really fucking clean. Yeah. Yeah. They're not overdoing it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, the, the whole part, the, the part that got me too was where he's like, I'm putting it to this team that, oh, whatever you're saying, I'm in. I need just, friends. Just that little look just like, down. Just like that. Well, yeah, I, I kind of need friends. Right. <laughs> that's just that way. You're like, oh, my God, that's so awesome. There's, there's been some hate um, on this trailer that I, I don't understand. Like, one is like, there's oh. There's always going to be hate. Right, I know. It's like, oh, I guess Bruce Wayne is uh, Iron Man now. I'm like, well, first of all, Iron Man wasn't the one who got the Avengers together. Right. In the movie or otherwise. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck you guys are talking about. And also, I don't think uh, I don't think Marvel owns the getting a team together. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? And I'm not hating on Marvel. I'm just saying. And then there was also, um, what's the other thing that people were saying? Uh, they, well, a lot of people were saying that Cyborg looked kind of undone, but that's not really a diss. Yeah, but that's uh, also, I mean, it could still be undone. We could see a lot of changes to Cyborg yeah. now. And, and it was it was a quick shot, too. Yeah. Like, it wasn't. It wasn't what did he say? Quick... What he goes, I, don't, I didn't know you were real. Sometimes I don't know either. <laughs> oh, here's, I write. Here's the best one is they go, oh, putting comedy in it trying to copy marvel like weren't you the same bitches that were complaining there wasn't enough comedy in batman versus superman yeah we're upset now that people are listening to the fans <laughs> like, oh yeah this stop being haters man let's enjoy marvel and dc like why do we they have both to can coexist i'm down with it let's yeah. do a crossover movie oh shit oh, god Dude, if, they, if they did that remember that fan film i, I remember you saw that fan trailer that had like dc versus marvel yeah. And then it was like, and everybody was like, I want a movie that's never going to happen. <laughs> like, I want this movie that's never going to happen. Or the even the, or what was, what was the other ones? What was the other one? Oh, Crisis of Infinite Earths. Yeah. And they had like the Christopher Reeve Superman going against the uh, Brandon Rouse Superman going up against the like, Henry what Cavill. The fuck? And then all the Batmans coming into play and like the TV flash. It was like, that would just be like, ah. you would hear this, the next sound you hear would be heads exploding. Listen. It's not impossible for something like that to happen. In the comic books, in Marvel comic books, the DC universe exists. Yeah. In DC books, the Marvel universe exists. Because they've There's, crossed over before. They've crossed over before. It's, it's all this, you know. across the streams. Dimensional bullshit. The only thing that would stop something like that from happening in the future is red tape and paperwork. Yeah, that's, that's really the only thing. Legal, basically. Yeah. And I'm not, I'm not holding my breath because they, they can't even get the – they look how complicated it was to get Spider-Man into into fucking the <laughs> into Marvel Marvel's universe. own universe, you know. Right. So, but, oh, oh, that was another thing people were saying like, oh, uh, um, the Flash is whack because he's just he's just they're just making him DC Spider Man. I'm like, bro, the Flash has always been a wise ass. Like, step your game Bas- up. You basically, know I mean? anybody who every anybody who bitches about stuff that's common sense in the comic, shut up, read a comic, and find out for yourself. Or or watch, watch, watch the watch the animated movies. Yep. I mean, Flash and, you know, what was it? Flash and uh, Green Lantern. Constantly. Constantly joking and, you know, saying shit to one another. That's who they are. Or the TV show Flash. Yeah. He even does that, too. I had to check somebody, too, because they were like, um, they're at work. And they're like, oh, you know, Batman. That's not Batman. Batman's a loner. He wouldn't get a team together. I'm like, there have been so many times that Batman's got a team together. I can't even list it off right now. And have you not read a Justice League comic? Not only that, he even addresses it in the trailer. 
when Cyborg <laughs> goes, I didn't even know you're real. I'm real when I need to be. Yeah, when I need to be. Because he does what he's got to do. It's fucking yeah. whatever. We we could talk about this shit all day, but this is this is all I'm saying. If you're a Marvel fanboy, that's fine. Marvel has tons of shit that you should enjoy. Well, go watch the DC flicks and enjoy yourself. If you're yeah. a DC fanboy, shut the fuck up and just watch both of them. <laughs> well, remember, DC fans aren't pleased. They're never pleased. Exactly. <laughs> I'm a DC fan. I get upset at DC fans. Like yeah. I'm like, guys, <laughs> calm down. Like I, I was, I was on a DC. Um, like I think the DC forums or something. Uh, Everybody was geeking out about this and that. I, this this was back when the Superman movie came out, and someone was like, "Yeah, it's really cool, you know." But I kind of I kind of feel like it's they're not there yet. You know, these Marvel movies a little bit a little bit better at storytelling. And I was kind of like, oh, I see his point, you know. Yeah. Oh my god! If if that was a real, <laughs> I think he would have been fucking skinned. Like people <laughs> were flipping, and and I'm thinking I didn't even say nothing. I'm just thinking like, guys, come. Yeah, you know that movie was good, but it was confusing at times too. Yeah, to to people who might not have known about Superman, I still love that fucking. Movie. I yeah. want to buy all the DC movies. And I'm gonna put them up on a shelf. The first thing you see when you walk into my shit, <laughs> bam! The gonna... Marvel movies will be in like a drawer somewhere, but the, the DC movie. Eh. <laughs> um, what's next, the next trailer? Next trailer was actually the season three promo for the Flash. Um, as many of you might know, uh, we have Flashpoint starting in season three because at the end of season two, Barry Allen saved his mother. So in the trailer, we see Barry walking up to uh, to his parents' home and his mom and dad both coming down down the stairs together. Um, it seems that he might still have his powers. I'm not exactly sure, um, but uh, it, it's. It, Obviously, they're not going to go too close to the comics because at that point, you know, that's, I'm not sure exactly how that's all going to work. But he does come across, uh, in the trailer, we see him come across Reverse Flash. Um, and then knowing that there's a fuck up in the timeline, he's like, you know, you're the villain now. And Wally West appears as Kid Flash. Um, so a lot of things going on. Uh, there's no Star, um, star Labs. Uh, Cisco is the CEO of his own corporation at, at all of this stuff. So a lot of cool stuff. Um, him and Iris don't even have a past together. Same thing with uh, with um, uh, her father and Barry. So a lot of relationships changed. Uh, big things changed. So now it's like, what does he do? Does he go back to restore the past or keep going with this one? So um Really looking forward to this season. Really is going to change the dynamic of everything. I'm looking forward to it. Um, and uh, so, Flashpoint. Uh, after that, we've got uh, trailer for the second trailer for Doctor Strange. Um, what do you think of the trailer? I'm going to be honest. The trailer, the trailer was cool. It really was. But. And I'm not I'm not saying it was shit, and I'm not saying it's going to be shit. I don't know enough. I, I grew up reading DC. I don't know enough about Doctor Strange to be too excited. You know, so to me, I'm watching, like, fucking buildings melting into... I'm like, what is going on? You know, like, I, I, don't, I don't fully understand... I think I don't understand the extent of his powers. Well, one I of think the that's things my that, issue. One of the things that it looks like they're actually going to introduce in this is parallel universes. Yeah, I saw that, and that was dope. And it, it's going to be kind of like, oh, what's that going to lead up to? You know, um, I, felt, I think a lot of it, too, was I was I'm seeing Justice League. I'm seeing Wonder Woman. These are characters that I grew up with. 
So it was hard for me to get too hyped about Doctor Strange because I don't know anything about Doctor Strange. I'm like, yeah, Doctor Strange was cool, but that Wonder Woman, tra- like, that's how I was, how I was behaving. I, would, but I know I, you really like Doctor. Yeah, Strange. I'm a, I'm a huge fan. I grew up reading Doctor Strange. Uh, he was one of my favorite comic book stories that I assumed would never ever see the light of day. Um, and the fact that one of my favorite actors, Benedict Cumberbatch, is playing Doctor Strange is like, yeah. I can't, I can't, I can't. Um, you got a bit an American accent in this one. Uh, I think so. It sounded like it. It sounded like it. the one scene you got him. It was cool. Was when he flipped his cape on. That was dope. <laughs> that I was, was like, ooh. I know when I saw I that. Wish I, my, I wish I had shirts that could do that shit. <laughs> I know. I was like, going, oh, I want a cape, and I just want to do that. Like you leave and just flip it, and just like puts on. You're like, oh. Um. So that looks really, really cool. Um. I, and, I'm gonna say though one negative thing. When he was running down the street, he looked goofy as fuck. Let's be real. <laughs> he looked he looked a little goofy running down that street. Oh, when you're in that costume, you're probably gonna run a little strange. You know what I'm saying, like, it, it just looked weird. But although I um, like I liked at the end where he's like, when uh, that guy gives him that code, he's like, what What is this? My mantra? It's the Wi-Fi password. <laughs> we're not we're not savages here. That was funny. <laughs> I was dying on that. <laughs> I, I I think it's gonna be interesting. I'm so used to seeing Benedict Cumberbatch in very serious roles. And I'm not saying Doctor Strange isn't going to be serious, but it's going to have that Marvel comedy in it too. Yeah. You know, so I'm I'm kind of, I'd I'd be interested to see how far he goes with his own comedy. Yeah. But as but as far as I I see, I don't think Doctor Strange was ever funny. No. He, he always kind of serious. He he was, but he did have moments where he would, but his jokes would be more like a Sherlock joke. You know, that kind like of intellectual in an intellectual way. Speaking of which, we finally got a trailer for season four of Sherlock. This is the only trailer I haven't seen. I completely forgot to watch it. <laughs> um, looks really cool because, um, you know, Moriarty's supposed to be back, but apparently there's something else going on behind the scenes. Uh, and uh, it's going to start affecting people that are around him. And, uh, you know, so it, it's, it doesn't give a whole lot, but it does show that the stakes are being raised, that it does have something to do with everybody and, and everybody's in possible danger for this season. So uh, really looking forward to that coming out early next year. So that's always, that's always awesome. Um, now there's one on here that I put on here, but I want to delete that. Um, but uh, American Gods trailer. Um, I, I saw this, I was excited, but I've read this book. I don't mm. know if you've, I don't know if you've read it. I haven't finished it, but I I've Is... started it's kind of a confusing book. Like, yeah. There's been a few times I got to reread. I'm kind of glad it's a series too. Cause you can right. kind of delve into more of but it. It's, it's Neil Gaiman. No, he's kind of confusing sometimes, but yeah. the, um, the book was awesome. It's one of the, it's one of the most interesting books I've ever read, I think. Um, but I'm, I'm cautiously excited because the book is such a mind fuck. I don't know how they're going to get it on the screen. Right. Now, a lot of people have been fucking blowing my mind lately with getting things on the screen and having it look good. So we'll see. But um, I'm excited about this one. That, that book is crazy. But basically, just just to kind of give you give everybody a synopsis of what it is, the gods. So gods, not Yahweh, not God, <laughs> um, like gods like Odin and stuff like that. They exist because we believe in them in, in this universe. So there's there's multiple versions of them. So the, this one, Odin is in it. So there's an Odin in, uh, you know, the Netherlands. Right. 
but there's also an Odin in America. That's why it's called American gods. Now these these older gods in America are very are kind of weak because no one really believes in them anymore. Um, and I don't know if they're going to do this in the <laughs> show, but in the book, they have new gods that are representations of modern things. Like there was a god for automobiles and and <laughs> stuff like that. And it sounds stupid, but when you read it, it's it's told in in almost a poetic way. Right. Like it's it's really good. It makes and, sense when you take it and when you think about it. Right. And it's social commentary and, yeah. and stuff like that. Um, and then there's the main character who is, is just a normal guy, really. I think um, I heard Jillian Anderson supposed to be in it, I think. And I thought she was supposed to play Easter. Easter's in the book. Yeah. yeah. So I think that's what I read. I can't be totally sure. But but I remember hearing the casting of Easter. The so. funny thing is we just said Easter. And I guarantee you there's at least a few people that are going, the holiday? What? <laughs> a goddess of fertility <laughs> by the way um oddly enough coincide <laughs> easter summer spring yeah we got it okay just you know i'm just saying um <laughs> so yeah I'm, I'm i'm pretty excited about that just right. cautiously cautiously optimistic yes um next one tickled my fancy and my trousers oh uh brie larson yeah. is officially captain marvel um She's that's, as cute as a button. Isn't that she? tweet I sent you with her wearing that hat, the Marvel hat. Yeah. was just like, ah. Um, yes. Uh, one of the things that I did read later on after they announced that, she said that she had a fear that her being cast as Captain Marvel, she was waiting for the nerd feedback. Um, but there wasn't really. Everybody was kind of like, okay, cool. Because, the, I, tra- uh, the, the, because the Marvel fans are more <laughs> forgiving about because yeah. ca- I remember when Gail Gaddett was cast for Wonder Woman breasts aren't big enough she's right. too skinny like <laughs> right. it's like guys calm down um, and now they're all fucking eating their words because she looks amazing but I honestly I could when he told me I couldn't remember where she was from and he was quick to tell me um, of course I was Steve uh, <laughs> but when I, I you look at the picture she looks like Captain Marvel right like she or Miss Marvel Captain Oh, she is um, Captain Marvel. Oh yeah, isn't she? Fuck. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm not. If we there is a there is a Ms. there is a Ms. Marvel, but yeah, yeah. So I mean, she looks like that character. I saw a side by side, and um, like especially in that picture that you with the Marvel Studios hat. Yeah, like, it, the the same face, you know. Um, and she's easy on the eyes, and that's good for me too. It's but good for everyone involved. <laughs> I think Captain Marvel is gonna be, and we can do this now. This is the only movie I can do this. Captain Marvel is going to be um, Marvel's Wonder Woman. Mm. Ah, it's the only movie I can do that because Wonder Woman's coming up first. <laughs> Everyone's always like, oh, this is DC's Marvel thing. And DC, fuck you. Captain Marvel <laughs> is, is, is Marvel's Wonder, Wonder Woman. Woman. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, it looks it, it looks like the casting is fine. And, and were we surprised? I mean, Marvel's casting has been spot on. Yeah, Marvel's casting hasn't has never really shaken me up in the way of casting its heroes. Villains, it's another story, but with with their heroes, they've pretty much been on. Um, last but not least, uh, and this is obviously, be, we're, we're referring to this because of our uh, away team show, uh, the new Star Trek series got a title, Star Trek Discovery. So I'm so looks, excited. So it looks like we won't be dealing with the Enterprise, which is fine. You know, we've had Voyager, you know, Deep Space Nine and all of that. Um, so pretty much that's all we got so far. <laughs> well, everyone's uh, freaking out because they're they're all like, oh, 
is it is it named after the other space shuttle? I'm like, it's it's kind of like and the the, the word Enterprise and Discovery and Voyager. They're words that have been so many ships in human history. Yeah. It's 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 common sense. It's a common sense name for a ship, right? You know, so I'm I don't give a fuck. Hey, yeah. I'm I saw the ship. It looks sexy. Look a little, to me. I mean, it's kind of hard to tell scale from where it was, but it looked um it looks looked like a, a little smaller. Ship. Yeah, it it's looked like... a little smaller. And that that music. Yeah, like they were about to go fuck somebody up. Yeah, some of the ship so... was about to get real on that yeah. that aspect. So we'll see. I mean, I hope it's not because the. I mean, war is cool, but I, I think that was one thing with Deep Space Nine that kind of started to wear me down is just the constant fighting. You know, like, I'm like, can we explore something? Like, I don't know. I kind of, I actually, for me, it was kind of a nice break from, because we had Voyager on by that point in time. Yeah, that's and, true. And, and so I was kind of, I was already bored of Voyager by that point. I think everybody so, was bored. But, so, see, <laughs> so see Deep Space Nine and then seeing, like, the, the space battles, which we never really got to see before. And then they started using computer graphics, so then we got to see the Defiant really being the Defiant. Defiant uh, was a little crazy. Yeah, so I, I thought that was actually really cool. Um, I just hope I just hope they do some exploring too. That, that's all I'm saying. I don't want it to all be fighting. Yeah, you know, because that was one thing I I enjoyed about um, Enterprise. The beginning Enterprise was like a lot of just like, oh, this is brand new to us. Look at this, you know. Let's solve this problem. I was like, oh, this is so fucking dope. Like, <laughs> and then they were like, oh, this big war, and we have to go do this for two seasons. I was like, oh, uh-huh. <laughs> it started to get boring. Um, but yeah, I'm excited for that show. When's that supposed to drop again? I keep forgetting. Uh, next year. Everything 2017 is going to be a mind fuck, dude. Yeah, it's going to be pretty big. All right, so Adam's question to to us. Who won Comic-Con? My opinion, me. (laughs) Because I didn't have to stand in line. I didn't have to fight crowds like that IGN uh, video of like making it through Comic-Con was like that hallway scene in Daredevil. Yeah. (laughs) Which is so true. If you've never been, that's true life right there. (laughs) One one thing I do want to say before we say anything else. Yes, we do know that there was a new Suicide Squad trailer. That's fun. I can get shit. But... It's not that I don't give a shit. It's just we get it. They, they've shown us enough of Suicide yeah. Squad. We, we've and, seen and it. And a lot of times stuff. it's kind of the recycled stuff. Yeah. It, it, order of what we've 90, seen. 90% of it was stuff we'd already seen. Yeah. So it's whatever. Yeah. And yes. Who do you think won Comic-Con? Honestly, so. in, 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 in regards of being like, like, oh, amped up and hyped, I have to say I think Warner Brothers really kind of took it with Justice League. Which was a surprise. So I, I knew that the cast was going to be there, but I didn't know they would actually have footage because Warner Brothers has been kind of stingy sometimes. Yeah. And um, and the Wonder Woman trailer, I, I really got me hyped. Um, so with that being said, I do have to say that the the Netflix showing for um, Luke Cage really got me hyped for that show because I was always kind of those oh Luke Cage that'll be kind of a cool little series to check out you know I like to see him action, but then that trailer though. Uh, really just kind of was like, oh, now I have to see this. So, yeah, but uh, uh, all in all, I think Warner Brothers really kind of took it with with the two that we talked about. I'm going to I'm gonna agree with you on both points, actually. Warner Brothers won um, not only for the amount of content that they showed, but how generous they were with the people who didn't go um, yeah. to Comic-Con as well. They, they released that straight away, and obviously it's so they can avoid what happened in 2015, <laughs> but... 
it, it was cool to see that. Like it was like the, it, there was there was a very this is for the fans feeling. All and right. Warner Brothers in the past hasn't really felt that way sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Um, a very love hate relationship. Now Marvel, I think Marvel. Marvel didn't fail at anything with their with their big movies. It's just they don't they didn't have anything to show. Like you know, it is what it is. You know what I mean? They did show the Spider Man tra- trailer, but um, Steve said that he had seen that it was mostly concept art. So there's really no reason to release that right. to everybody else. Um, I do have to agree though. A close second is the Netflix showing from Marvel, looking great. I mean, every show they're putting out is 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 spectacular. So, you know, but Warner Brothers though, and it's nice. It's nice being a DC fan from the time I could read to now <laughs> to be able to say Warner Brothers won. They they did well, you know. Every I, you could there's not one thing you can complain about. The only well, thing that kind of, <laughs> DC fans will complain. Well, I don't fucking care about them. <laughs> um, the one thing that that bugged me it was a minor thing. Um, but it didn't help when people go, oh, Suicide Squad's probably going to be the Will Smith show, which I'm hearing on pretty solid sor- sources that it isn't. But the Hall H panel, when they brought everyone out, the only one who really spoke was fucking Will Smith. Yeah. Um, but it looked like the whole cast was, I think out of all of them, Will Smith was more used to that crowd. Right. That's what it looked like. Like he was more like, oh, yeah, you know, and he was interacting with everybody and pumping them all up everybody else was sitting there like what the fuck is happening yeah like because everyone's screaming the whole time you yeah. know so i think that they were just taken aback by the intensity really um you know uh, they're act they're actors they look at cameras they don't look at fucking <laughs> thousands of people screaming well there's a them. lot of people that said when they went to comic-con for the first time they were taken aback by it um and then you have people like uh uh hiddleston loki who goes out and gives his uh, Loki speech right. to Hall H crowd, you know? Um, but obviously Will Smith has more experience in that setting. Yeah. And, and, and it's, we all know his personality. He's kind of, a, he's, he likes to be well, the center of attention, and, not in a bad way. But the one know, thing but, about the being the, the Will Smith show, remember assault on Arkham that did that, that animated movie featured Deadshot. Yeah. So it makes sense that people would think that, you know who would be terrified in that panel mm. was um, Jared Leto. He yeah. looked frightened. Like, he, he didn't move. Well, you he's know, a Joker, was, you know. I know, but he's Jared fucking Leto. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he, he's, he's him well, out of most even, of them. Even, I think even with his band, he doesn't play venues that big. Oh, oh, did That's I just do that? Up. Did I just That's do that? that I just hey, do... I'm hearing, too, that um, the jo- his Joker fits perfectly in that universe and that he did a really good job well i heard his joker is the psychotic yeah Yeah. he's he's the crime psychotic crime boss yeah because the coolest thing about the and everyone always forgets this when there's going to be a new joker the joker can be a lot of different things yeah they don't all have to be the same you know if we were doing that then the original joker was a fuck on 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 screen was a fucking wacko right just did a lot of silly shit you know, I like how every one is different. You know, it kind of gives it a cool little thing. But I, I actually, even from the trailers alone, I think Jared Leto's doing a good job. It's kind of funny because they, they released. It's kind of the Deadpool effect now because they've released way too much. So yeah. I know I'm going to go see this movie and I'm going to already seen half of it. <laughs> um, but in, the, in there's a Joker specific trailer where it shows a lot of the Joker. 
and he's intense but then there's moments when he's just like huh <laughs> like <laughs> you know what i mean like it's he looks he legitimately looks crazy you know and it, it's that's good he should yeah. all right um all right so on that note uh thanks everybody for checking out this week's show you can subscribe and get this show every Monday downloaded directly to the listening device of your choice. You can catch us on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, or Libsyn. And now you can also catch our shows, stream them on uh, iHeartRadio and via our YouTube channel. And if you're old school, just go directly to the website, lazygeeks.com. Uh-huh. Uh, and while you're doing all that, comment. Let us know who you thunk, think. Who you thunk. Who you thunk. thought. <laughs> who you thought. Um, one Comic Con. I mean, DC's the obvious answer. <laughs> but if you want to say something else, I would love to hear why you're wrong. Somebody no, I'm just kidding. Um, soft one. <laughs> right. There's a lot of stuff. <laughs> There's a lot of stuff that to talk about about Comic Con. So definitely leave some comments on that, um, or whatever really tickles you. If you're if you're a hater of DC and you want to try to piss me off. I'm sure a rant will come out of it. Or if you're just a DC fan and have a lot to bitch about, I'd like I'm to hear sure that too. <laughs> rant will come out of that too. Uh, and also, if you're and to leave those comments, you can catch us on social media: Facebook.com/slash/TheLazyGeeks, uh, Google Plus, Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat, all under the name The Lazy Geeks, one word. Yep, and you can leave us an email at thegeeks at thelazygeeks.com. And you can also find me on the interwebs on Twitter at a middle-aged geek, Instagram middle-aged underscore geek, or you can check out my blog, themiddleagedgeek.com, which is actually going through a couple little changes before I uh, basically I'm kind of retooling it a little bit. But yeah, it's uh, pretty dope too. Like you guys, I'm not just saying that because I'm his friend. Because I because <laughs> if because Steve knows if I'm your friend, I'll be the first one to tell you if your shit sucks. <laughs> right. No, I, I I was reading through it the other days. You know, be good perspective on stuff and all that. So definitely go check it out. Uh, and um, also be sure to tune in on Thursday because we are giving you not just our regular two, but we're giving you three away team episodes this month. Uh, we're kind of uh, playing a little catch up on this week. We generally would be for just another podcast. But like I said, that one's not coming back till October. Uh, so and since we skipped last week, we owe you one. Uh, so we'll give you three episodes this week. So you'll get this Thursday, you'll get the away team. Next, you'll get the regularly scheduled away team, cheap seats, and then the away team. That. So uh, by my calculations, if we if we hit this right, we will finish season one December. And that's, I mean, yeah, a beautiful thing. Really. Exactly. And all. And if and if we if we time it right, we should have. We should finish season two in 2017. Be- the only reason why is because it's a shorter season because of the writer strike. <laughs> that happened. It is shorter. It's it like is 15 episodes. No, no, no. It's 20. That? It's like 22 or something like that. But all the other seasons are 26. Yeah. That's so it's a couple that's episodes. A couple, yeah. Yeah. So we'll actually be able to finish that within the 2017 timeline. But uh, yeah, it's because of the writer strike, and then. But then after that, it'll take us a little over a year to get through each season at the current pace. So, um, all right. So that is it for us this week. Uh, we will see you all on Thursday for the away team. So until next time, peace out.
This has been a production of the Lazy Geeks Network, available only at thelazygeeks.com. Goodbye.